Welcome to the home for anime. I am your host, GPC, great podcaster Callie. And today I have a very special friend who I've been trying to get on this show for a hot minute. And if you would be as kind as to introduce yourself. Hello, my name is Vera and I run the Instagram page 90s Anime Fashion. And thank you so much for inviting me. Of course. So as the host of... 90s anime fashion as the ultimate page admin what would you say was your inspiration to you know start the page mm-hmm. i started doing the page because it was really bored it was in lockdown so it's totally a corona project you could say uh, i was bored because all of cultural life was suddenly shut down of course i was scared nobody knew what to do it was so new everything changed and I don't know I think I just needed like a hobby of some sort you could do from home right without moving around uh, and I was always interested in world building and anime and especially the fashion aspect I mean I often copied outfits from anime myself uh, and it's yeah it's something that fascinated me in some sort of way and this day when i was so super bored last year in july i was browsing through tumblr to look for some sort of archive uh, from 90s anime fashion but couldn't really find anything i mean there are a few pages dedicated to sailor moon fashion which are great by the way uh but yeah, Tumblr is mostly dead and it's not really interactive. So I went I went on to look on Instagram, but couldn't find anything. There wasn't even a Sailor Moon fashion page. So I decided to, well, do it myself, mostly to have an archive of, of good outfits as an inspiration for myself. And it quickly turned into... Well, like a page for my passion for anime. I love that. That is fantastic to hear, actually, because I think that by you starting that page, you kind of gave a voice to a, I don't want to say a generation, but you gave a voice to a sub set of people in the anime realm of that culture who were just kind of like you know i want to see more fashion in the posts that i'm seeing or just i want to know more about fashion in general and one of the better places to find that is in anime and you and i we've actually talked about this before but the fashion aspect in anime really did start maybe in the 80s with shows like Stop Hibari-kun and Urusei Yatsura, but it definitely did get upped like way up in the 90s. So would you say that because it was most definitely at its peak in the 90s that that's why you prefer the 90s anime fashion? Well, uh, the how I choose my username is quite pragmatic. 
I was thinking about how to describe my page the best. And I didn't want to use like, you know, some made up Japanese name because I'm not Japanese. I settled for 90s anime fashion because 80s and 90s anime fashion was a little bit too long. <laughs> I didn't want to use old anime, which is also a popular hashtag on Instagram and also a way to describe anime from the 80s and 90s. But I thought it didn't sound so nice. So I just quickly settled for 90s anime fashion and never changed it. I thought it was just the most uh, catchy way to describe what I'm doing. But I actually post uh, quite much from 80s anime as well. I noticed that I really do think that you encompass the 90s part by having Sara from Kite as your profile picture. But in reality, I am just craving more Megazone 2-3 content. <laughs> so, but you you really do post a variety of shows from the 80s and the 90s. I would have to say that when you post stuff from Trigun, Video Girl Eye, and especially Yu Yu Hakusho, I mean, I just kind of fly a little bit on the inside. <laughs> I mean, actual chills and butterflies. <laughs> yeah, some of my favorites as well. I love posting from Trigon. You can't imagine how many caps I have from Wolfwood and Wash. There are just so many, and I actually would love to post just Trigon <laughs> because it looks so amazing, and I love this show. But I also love Yui Haku show. And, you know, I also love the Kawashiri movies of the 80s. There are so many great things on some days I can't even decide what to post because I have so many good caps I really want to get out. I mean, whenever I do a Q&A, people will ask me something like, will you ever stop or please don't abandon us, please don't just disappear because, you know, quite many pages do that. Mm -hmm. They are just gone someday. But, well, I don't think I will in the near future because I have 20,000 caps waiting on my phone. Oh my God, seriously? Can you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> and, from how so many. Many, and from how many hundreds of anime? I can't even tell. I can't tell. <laughs> I love that. So you said something earlier that I did want to touch on. You said that you did take some personal inspiration from <laughs> 90s anime. I know we've talked about that before. Um, but you kind of incorporate that into your everyday wardrobe, right? Yes, that's true. I mean, if I'm honest, um, what I post is really my personal taste. It's my preferred shows. It's the shows and movies I love. And it's also the fits and characters I love the most. I mean, there are characters from popular shows I don't really post quite often because they are not my personal favorites. But there are characters I post like over and over and over again because I love them so much. And this is, for example, Sailor Moon. I really love the, the fashion in Sailor Moon. I mean, there's a reason there are so many pages, articles and web pages dedicated to it. This it's really has great fashion. I mean, just look at Haruka and Michiro. They are total icons. How the dress is so like grown up, cool, chic, effortless at the same time. 
I love it. And in that same vein, I mean, well, I'm, I'm, I, I have to keep going back to it. The fact that she posts so much Botan makes me so happy. <laughs> but in that same vein, what would you say are some of your favorite fits, both from anime and that you have incorporated into your personal fits? Well, I think I'm I'm quite inspired by Haruka of Sailor Moon because I love how she uses men's fashion. Uh, I like wearing oversized shirts. I like to buy second-hand men's shirts. Mm -hmm. They are also of very good quality. And I like the, you know, the oversized boxy fit. It's super comfy and still looks chic. Mm -hmm. But what I love the most is actually Yavara and Akane from Ranma. Uh, Yavara is an 80s show of Naoki Urasawa, which is best known for Monster or 20th Century Boys. Yavara is rather overlooked, but it's a really wonderful show. Uh, I think she has a similar style than Akane from Ranma. Of course, Ranma is, I guess, better known mm -hmm. than Yavara. But they both like to wear very feminine fits with, you know, puffy sleeve, cute blouses, blazers, uh, white skirts, many classy looks. Uh, also, very fashionable looks you would have seen on the runways or in fashion magazines of the 80s and 90s, early 90s maybe. Uh, so these are definitely fits I, I totally copied. For sure. And I mean, I could be totally wrong, but your hairstyle, is that Akane or... Yes. I know no one can see it, but y'all, this is like the cutest thing ever because I love Akane's <laughs> hairstyle and she she is killing it right now. Isn't her short hair so much cooler than her long hair? Yes. I remember she was having that meltdown because of it and then she just accepted it. And yeah. I was like, Akane, you're just, <laughs> this is you. This yeah. is you. Iconic scene. <laughs> so... I would have to say that I I definitely have been influenced by your page. I really do want to dress better because of it. Because during lockdown, what I really ended up wearing most of the time was just sweatpants that I'm ashamed to say are kind of drawing up now. And sweatshirts and just t-shirts that have pit stains on them. But looking at your page and then the fact that you and I, we, we do talk sometimes over like Zoom and Google Meets and everything. The fact that you dress so well and the fact that it's incorporated from anime, at least some of it. And then just looking at your page, I want to dress better because my mom told me something once. She said, when you look good, you feel good. And I think that's something that a lot of people could take away from looking at the fashion on your page. I think that, one, your page is, as the kids would say, iconic. But two, it's inspirational because just imagine a bunch of people my age or younger dressing like we're from the 90s. Well, I'm kind of from the 90s, but, you know just kind of straying away from 
these things like the tight shirts and the skinny pants because you know a lot of us have dad bods now and then for me it's just like glasses and a beanie so really i would have to say thank you like really thank you for putting something in me to the point where i want to look better and i want to feel better which even though at, for a while, it seemed like we were going to start being able to go back outside. It's really not looking like that anymore. So even just walking around the house like the main character from Oh My Goddess when he had on this fit of just regular sweatpants and a shirt that was tucked in. But then he had some fly shoes and it just worked. Or like the main character from video girl i where he just had on like a regular he just had on like regular clothes but for some reason the baggy aesthetic made it look so much cooler and don't even get me started on junta from dna squared or dna2 <laughs> i never got that one right uh in japanese they just call it dna2 okay so for anyone who heard my dna2 podcast episode i apologize i was the one who was wrong well yeah thank you thank you so much it's wonderful to hear you talking about this aspect because this is why i built the page i mean in the beginning i thought i just build an archive for actually myself because i wanted to have some sort of like a mood board uh, did you also cut up uh, pages from magazines and newspapers when you were younger and just put them up on the wall to get inspired by? I So the closest thing to that was me having a vision board. And mm -hmm. with that vision board, I just imagined myself slim and having more than like $1,000 in my pocket. It was like, <laughs> I'm going to live on the beach, but I never thought about <laughs> what I was going to wear to the beach you know <laughs> yeah i don't know for me it's something i always did i think i started doing this when i was maybe 12 or so whenever i stumbled upon uh, a great photo a uh, picture of a beautiful actress uh, a model with a great hairdo i would just cut it out and put it on the wall at one point in my uh, in the room at my parents house i actually had my door full of pictures like this. It's, I think it's fun. And as you mentioned, um, it's maybe the reason why I started this page during lockdown, because of course I had more free time or at least more time to kill. Mm -hmm. uh, but of course here in Vienna, we weren't able to go outside for quite a few weeks as well. So you, you just start to feel bad, you just, Stop doing your hair, like washing your face. Everything gets like exhausting. But we are, we've all been there. But I really felt like taking good care of me, even if I will just go to the shop around the corner to get some vegetables or whatever. Uh, dressing up for that occasion, wearing something very nice, uh, uh, making my, my hair look nice really 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 made me feel better i mean we all lived through these small 
let's just go get a coffee or so event, nothing special. Uh, of course, we can't sit in the coffee house for hours, which is very important here in Vienna. Uh, but yeah, still, it pays off to to feel good, to invest in feeling good. Right. And I'm so happy to hear my page could help with that, maybe. It does. <laughs> That's just me. I mean, even now, like right now, and you've seen me wear this before, I have on my Ranma hoodie, just because... God damn it, Ranma. <laughs> I mean, I still prefer Urusei Yatsura over Ranma, but Ranma. That's okay. As long as you don't say you prefer Inuyasha of all Rumiko Takahashi works, we are good. Okay, no, like, <laughs> fuck Inuyasha. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean. I'm I on record, fuck Inuyasha. I tried watching it on Adult Swim. I... <laughs> It, it just didn't work out that well. And then I, I tried rewatching it because that new series, Yashahime, was coming on. So I just thought to myself, okay, I'll see how much I like Inuyasha, see if it's something that I can get on board with. I stopped after episode three or four, and I said, turn this off. Just give me back Urusei Yatsura. Give me back Ranma. I want to start Mason, Maison Uku. Ah, fuck. Help me. It's French. I know. <laughs> That's a tongue twister. Maison Ikoku. Yes. I've always wanted to start that one too. Have you ever posted anything from that show? No, not yet. I didn't get around to take caps of it. I mean, I told you I have around 20,000 caps waiting to be posted. Yes. But I also have like a list of 15 to 20 animes I want to cap. <laughs> oh, Never boy. End. Yeah. And you're and, probably going to do that from beginning to end of the series, aren't you? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Love it. So the next thing that I want to talk about, you and I are both critics, as you said before. Of course, I do. Well, I did movie reviews for a newspaper, but then lost my job when lockdown happened. And you're a theater critic, and now I review anime for a living. So would you say <laughs> that criticism is still important in an age where self-indulgence is more of a thing now than ever? Everyone's entitled to their own opinion, of course, but if you look on a website like My Anime List, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, which came out in 2009... That's been the highest ranked anime on my anime list for over a decade. And anytime any show comes up to dethrone it, it automatically gets review bombed. So Roots Basket, the final season, which aired of spring 2021, it took the number one spot for maybe an hour. And then it got review bombed and now it's on position four or five and Brotherhood is all the way back at number one. So... Is there really a point to criticism or is it as effective? Like, I'm not going to say your job is pointless, but is my job pointless? Well, I think your example uh, tells quite well how subjective uh, critique is and also how subjective, like, an opinion on the internet is. Uh, many, many, many people ask me, still ask me if I have my anime list, 
because they are extremely interested in my rating of shows, but I don't have it and I won't make an account because I really don't know how reliable it is. I would never, myself, I would never rely on a page like my animal list to find something new or to, you know, check upon if I should watch something or not. Mm -hmm. A good example is Virus Buster Sergi. This is a wonderful sci-fi anime from the late 90s. It's directed by Masami Obari, who also did the character design and animation all by himself. So it's entirely an Obari work, you could say. And it's a really great show. I really like it. It's quite uh, similar to Evangelion, actually. There are some uncanny parallels, or maybe it's just a knockoff <laughs> or a reinterpretation, <laughs> you could say. <laughs> but it still manages to have like an atmosphere and uh, a very individual tone you can't compare with anything else, which is not just about the character designs by Obari. And interestingly enough, this anime, uh, in Japan they just call it Virus, is rated extremely badly. Uh, it seems like nobody in the West knows it, and if one knows it, they hate it. It's really shat upon. So many people uh, have written bad reviews about it. And I think this is a fact that really keeps people from watching it, from checking it out, because they think, ah, oh, maybe it might be bad and I would waste my time. But I can tell you, Virus is very good. <laughs> so, yeah, getting back to your question, critique certainly is important. It still is important. Of course it is. I mean, everyone likes to read uh, an article about something you have seen yourself because it's also reassuring. If I've seen something and I'm like unsure about my interpretation or unsure about if what I have seen in a specific scene was right or not, I love turning to articles, I love turning to blogs, I love turning to newspapers to like see, okay, did someone else see the same things as I did? Uh, was my interpretation right or was there maybe a hidden meaning I didn't get or even a subplot actually uh, I love reading texts like this not just from professionals but also from small blogs blogs on YouTube whatever I think it's fun um, I wouldn't say I am a critic for anime mm -hmm. uh, I am in real life, I am a theater critic, uh, and this is something that's still very important. I mean, theater critique has, is connected to quite much prestige, at least in Europe, what I can tell. Um, and it's seen as a very intellectual doing. So the thing is, uh, the people that do theater crit critique in Europe, are usually uh, people that studied theater. So it's academics instead of people that do theater. It's really done from a theoretical background. So you can see it has quite some, um, well, relevance in the society. It is 
seen as rather important. Yes. Mm -hmm. For sure. I, I see where you're coming from. I think you made a very interesting point. I mean, for me, I'm getting a master's degree in film studies. And honestly, and I got into key because of you. Really? Yes. <laughs> it's so wonderful. Good to hear. Yes. I, uh, I got into key because of you and I got into great teacher Onizuka because of you. Like I, you know, that I affectionately call you GTW because <laughs> of how much you school us youngins when it comes to anime fashion, but also just like you, you teach me a lot of stuff. So I'm like, all right, yep. You're a great teacher. So GTW. And you haven't rejected the name yet, yay. So <laughs> oh, that was possible, I didn't know. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I mean, if you haven't watched GTO, it's like a part of your life is missing, honestly. Oh Everybody seriously. GTO, yeah, don't you agree? <laughs> GTO is incredible. I I actually covered it on an earlier episode this season and I did say it is one of the few 90s anime that I am not a fan of the animation. It seems like the best parts of the animation are Onizuka's facial expressions. <laughs> but there are times where it at least looks like their mouths aren't even moving. Oh, I think it's fine. I mean, there's not too much super over-the-top action stuff going on but it's cool i mean people always say initial d has bad animation but honestly i love it i love it if animation is simple it's okay if the faces are goofy and stuff like that also a reason why many people don't like virus because they don't like the animation design of obari which is you know really over the top with big tits big eyes small mouths uh, and the male characters always have incredible, incredible six packs that are actually not possible <laughs> in real life. So, well, why not? It's animation. Everything is possible. And that's the cool part, isn't it? Yeah, I would have to agree with you on that. I just, when, when I look at things like even the original Pokemon that came out in 97, that that to me just looks better than GTO, but I think that GTO has way more substance. I think that GTO is incredible, so and I keep coming back to it. I didn't watch this one because of you, but I have a greater appreciation because of you. Yu Yu Hakusho is one of the greatest shonen pieces of all time. Not so much in the vein of critique, but I will say that one thing that I have learned from you from GTW is that there really is no topping 80s and 90s fashion because when you get to the 2000s and the 2010s and now the 2020s outfits don't really change they're like just regular cartoon characters even shows that I really love like Inspector or and I, I, I hate to say it but Violet Evergarden they don't change their fucking clothes but in the 90s, you can best believe they're going to have a fresh fit every day or every other day. Yeah, I mean, I never counted the outfits every character has, but I'm sure uh, during an average TV show, a character has like, I don't know, 20, 30 fits or so. 
quite many actually. I've even seen like small OVA, sh- uh, you know, uh, OVA shows mm-hmm. uh, with I don't know six or eight episodes, and the characters would even change within an episode. So there are several outfits within one episode. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Yeah. It's like when you take multiple showers in a day and then you just have a new outfit every time because <laughs> especially with all these celebs coming out being like, yeah, I, I shower like once every four days. Like, well, why? When you can shower once or twice or three times every day and then just change into a new fit. Like, all right, I'm <laughs> going to the store. All right, going to come home, take a shower. Oh, all right. I'm going to go to a restaurant or I'm going to go to Target or I'm going to go pump gas that's that's just i mean why not when you if you have if you have a whole gaggle of accessible fashion why not show it off sure okay so we've we've talked about this a little bit but i do i want you to just give this definitive answer so that way People will stop asking you, and if they ask you, you just tell them to come to me. Why the 90s? Like, we talked about why your 80s and 90s anime fashion, but you seem to have something where you don't really want to watch anything past maybe the early, early 2000s, like 2000 or 2001. Exactly. It's it's a personal preference. I'm always asked... Uh, if I know Naruto, Bleach, or uh, whatever, uh, what was it that you mentioned? The Full Metal. Alchemist? Yeah, Full Metal Alchemist. Then there's also the thing with the with the Titans. Attack I mean, on Titan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This one. Uh, I'm often asked for my opinion on these animes, and I'm like, uh, no, <laughs> I can't answer. This is a page for. 90s anime so i have no idea about this new generation anime and well there's a very easy reason for that i don't watch new generation anime it's not my cup of tea i don't i haven't actually watched anything past 2002 or so i mean i've seen the second uh, ghost in the shell movie I've seen a bit, a bit of Ghost in the Shell standalone complex, which are both good, by the way. Uh, so that's like it. Um, I don't really like it. It's not appealing to me. And also there's just so much. It's like an, inf- an infinite amount of anime from 80s and 90s that I can still explore. I mean, I told you how many caps I have. Right. So that means I've kept a lot, but what I've kept is not what I've actually seen. I've even seen more, but I still think I've only seen such a small amount of what is actually there. Right. In the 80s and 90s, there was just one show or one OVA coming out after each other. There are so many. So as long as I don't really have the feeling I've seen everything, <laughs> which I guess will be never. <laughs> uh, I don't see why why I should turn to something newer. I mean, it, it just doesn't look good to me. I don't like uh, computer-made animations. 
sad animation is the thing to go for me. Yeah, which I remember the day you broke my heart, I showed you, I didn't even show you an entire trailer. I showed you a few pictures from Violet Evergarden and you said, this looks ugly. Like, I, I will not like this. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty I'm sure you I'm pretty sure you heard my heart like break over the microphone. <laughs> well, you know, we can really go back to the topic of critique here. Mm -hmm. Just me not being interested in a show you love doesn't change anything about the value the show has for you. Right. I mean, you don't like Akira, which is uh... actually not okay, I have to say. But I love, I love it. Akira is wonderful. And you are actually, there are quite some other people that always uh, come to tell me Akira is boring or whatever. So you are not alone. But yeah, these are just personal opinions and they won't change my experience. I won't say it's boring. I just, I don't remember having ever felt as angry after watching a film as I did with Akira. <laughs> The only, the only thing that came close was a live-action film called Cowboys and Aliens. I was fucking pissed when I left that movie theater, but with Akira, I was just... I, I, I had just eaten a Hot Pocket, and I had some soda. I don't know. I, my friend was with me. We watched it. He was like, yeah, I used to love watching Akira with my friends when I was high in high school, and I'm like, I, this this just isn't good to me. And, you know, I was, I was an angrier teenager than anything you know i'm 24 i'm calm down now and i have a better eye for high art so maybe i'll appreciate it more if i watch it again but every time i look at akira or any screen caps anything you post beyond that cool motorcycle and kaneda's jacket i'm like i don't i don't care except all oh, the backgrounds and i mean like the background art Things like buildings and stuff, and I will say the city itself, everything looks so grimy and cool, but it's just the story that I couldn't get into, and then I didn't really understand who or what Akira really was. It's, a, it's okay if you don't like Akira. <laughs> I don't like Ghibli. I have to take a lot of shit for not liking Ghibli, but that's how it is. So... There's one thing that I asked you to really gather your thoughts about because I knew this conversation had to happen, not just for me and you, but for all of your fans out there. Why don't you like waifus? <laughs> well, it's not the waifus I don't like. It's the waifu wars I don't like. Ah, uh, the waifu <laughs> wars. Yes. Well, you know, first of all, I just find it super boring, especially with a show as complex as Evangelion. I really don't get why there is no better thing to ask than who's hotter, Asuka or Ray. I can't hear this question anymore. I think I read this question, Asuka or Ray, Asuka or Ray. I think I read it like twice or three times a week. It's one of the most popular questions ever asked about Evangelion. And I'm really sick of it. It's so boring. It doesn't add anything. I mean, I'd rather talk about the narrative, the aspects of world building, 
the underlying plot or whatever about any show, not just Evangelion, then who is hotter, who is the hottest character? To me, it doesn't add anything to the to the work. Are they asking who's hotter or are they asking who's the better character? Because I will say waifus aren't always just about who's the hottest. It can be about like who is, I guess, in essence, who is your comfort character based on how they act or, you know, what they bring to the table, which I'm not saying isn't creepy. But I'm also not excluding myself from that category because, as you know, I would marry Botan in a heartbeat. Damn it, I love Botan. I mean, that's a different question. Everyone has characters they love. That's totally normal. Uh, and it also plays a big role with who we can actually identify with and who we relate to. But what I'm referring to is really like the best girl question or the yeah the hot the hotness question who's the hottest who's the best and this is something that makes me as a female quite uncomfy mm -hmm. because in essence it feels like rating uh and we always have to keep in mind that anime is mostly made by men mm -hmm. it's made by and for the male gaze so why should we go and reassure this, this male gaze that is already there, that is already throughout the whole of animation? Why just not uh, do this? It's not necessary because these characters are already made to look uh, hot, good, attractive to us. I mean, of course they are they should be <laughs> by default. So I really don't see a point. You will never have a who's the hottest, who's the best wife for Paul on my page. Sorry if you are waiting for that. <laughs> oh, I, I'm not. Like I said, you, you will never have to do that for me because it'll always be Botan. <laughs> like every time you post a picture of Botan or if you post one from Video Girl I of I, or if you post Karin from DNA 2, I, I will be happy. You posted a few of Karin from DNA 2, and I was like, okay, she's speaking to me right now. <laughs> yeah, I can relate. I really love Karin. She's, she's just so cool. I actually took uh, quite a bunch of new DNA 2 caps and also went through my manga. And I just uh, realized again how stylish DNA 2 is. You know what? Chunta, the male, the male main character, mm -hmm. loves crop tops. Really? Yeah, he actually has quite many fits with crop tops, but he wears them in a very special way. He likes to wear his crop tops over a sweatshirt. And what he also does is wearing shorts over long pants. I'm okay with that. <laughs> you might have to send me some pictures of that when we get off, because I, I want to see that. Was that in the anime and I just missed it? Yeah, it is. How did I miss I, that? I, it's been a while, so I probably just don't remember, but that, that sounds incredible, actually. Yeah, I think in the anime, besides from his school uniform, he has, like, maybe six different fits or so. 
but it is actually translated quite well from the, from the manga. Uh, the fits in the anime are mostly the same as in the manga, and they they also wear great shoes. I mean, he usually wears the Air Force high top ones, and Ami, you know, the female mm-hmm. character in DNA too, uh, often wears Cortez, Nike Cortez. I think I've only seen them in the manga. I'm not sure if they're also in the anime, but they definitely definitely wear Nike, both of them. Which? And you know what? You know what's the cutest? <laughs> I really loved it. There's a scene that is only in the manga and not in the anime, where Karin uh, is wearing like casual civilian clothes to mm-hmm. conceal herself to go out with Junta. They are having a day in the city before she leaves or something like that. And I think she actually wears clothes of Junta because they look so baggy. Oh, (laughs) my heart. Really, it's wonderful. She wears like some really wide leg sports pants. I think she also wears a hoodie on top because she has to like hide her face. But it's so cute. It's really cute. And it's something different than the usual, you know, uh, white and violet uniforms she wears, mm-hmm. which is also great, of course. Right. I mean, what I'm asking for is just don't ob- objectify women. Right. It doesn't matter if they are fictional or if they are real. Because if you start this wife wars and try to decide who's the hottest character ever or who's the best character based on how she looks and not how she drives the plot or how strong she is or how intelligent she is uh you are likely to rate real women the same way and this is something i'm really not okay with right and that i wholeheartedly agree with you on so there there's one thing actually that I want to say, and this is going to sound super out there, but just bear with me. Everyone, GTW is a woman, okay? So, (laughs) well, okay, so this is why I say that. My friends will say, hey, I saw you post, like, another raunchy picture from this 90s anime fashion page or like some half naked woman is like tell this guy and i'm like no 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 guys like this is this is a grown woman who's posting these things and like she's actually really cool so i need you to respect the game that this one's playing because i i don't know i've i've had conversations where people are like oh you know the the male gaze which you you're completely spot on about but they're like oh the male gaze is like taking over and then what they'll do is they'll point out urusei yatsura ranma to me and i'm like uh i have some bad news those are both created by a woman and they're like oh well uh i'm like yeah but i think there's this misconception that is still floating around that women don't watch slash enjoy anime as much as men do 
Yeah. Which is total bullshit. So everyone, please understand, GTW, the admin for 90s anime fashion, is a woman. And there are a (laughs) lot of women who follow her. And the thing that that leads into, you have made such an awesome community. I mean, of course, you and I are friends and we talk just about every day, but you've also met a lot of people through your page. I've met a lot of people through your page. Being the person who started such a big community because you have how many thousand followers now? Uh, 37,000 today. So as of this recording, 37,000 followers and somehow you've made it that without probably even meaning to, you've made it so that there are so many people who are making friends with each other over anime and over anime fashion. So like, I, I can only imagine how gratifying that must feel. Well, I've really met some wonderful people that, uh, there are people that are just, you know, normal persons that enjoy anime and ask me for recommendations or just give me recommendations. So we have a certain passion or interest in common. And with some people, I just became friends and talked to them on a daily basis and really share some personal stuff with, with each other. Mm-hmm. It's very enriching, especially during the lockdown phases. Uh, but there's also quite much solidarity within the community of creators or creators if you want to call them like this uh i mean the other people that have anime pages that i try to support that support me that i work together and so on i've met some very cool people that i exchange uh tips on how to build a good page or so uh there are also wonderful people that share their screen caps with me. Uh, there are some pages who didn't need their caps anymore, but made way too many, just as I, uh, and gave it to me. With others, I'm exchanging tips on how to make reels or how to edit posts and so on, uh, where to find an anime. This is also something I often converse about. So I found myself in a really wonderful place on the internet, something I never expected. I mean, I was never part of a fan community like this. I mean, I'm a fan of theaters and dance since like forever, but this is something different. I was never like in a group or I don't know, doing something fans would do. Uh, I was also never part of uh, of an online community. I I'm not. Uh, I don't have an account in any forum or anything. So I really started from scratch and just tried to share what I love and met so cool people. It's really wonderful how they let me be part of this community. I mean, the anime community was already existing before. Uh, so I'm really grateful to be part of it. It's it's a great experience. Yeah. And again, I, I just have to I just have to thank you again because it's it's just so great. 
I mean, when I go back and edit it, there's going to be about 50 times where I'm just like, thank you, GTW, because you've just done, you've done a lot. Like you've, you've helped me find a facet of the anime community and just, I'm someone who, as you could probably tell from listening to this podcast, I'm very awkward and I don't get along with many people. So making friends is a huge deal for me and especially in COVID, not having to meet up in person and just being able to have a regular DM chat or a FaceTime video chat, that's that's big. It's like a nice stepping stone for someone like me. And I'm not going to say that everyone is in my position, but you know, it's a good way to start off any relationship. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely beautiful to hear. Thank you. Of course. Maybe maybe that's also the reason I got motivated to make this page because especially during this time of lockdowns, the pandemic, you know, being extremely distanced. Uh, I mean, I feel it at myself. I'm really, I'm almost scared of other people. I really keep my distance. Uh, maybe that's the reason for for this page, for enjoying this page, for, you know, not just enjoying anime, but enjoying the beauty of animation, the beauty of the characters, the how creative the characters are designed, and, you know, what we can learn from them to implement for our own lives. Maybe that's just a bigger need for this right now, especially for feeling good and learning from these characters how to feel good god i just i just love i love this i love i love having this as what i do just being able to sit down and talk about anime and then having people come in and talk about anime with me like this yeah this is just so much fun and i mean there's no denying that you have clout because even Retro Crush follows you on Instagram. And honestly, I'm going to need a sponsorship from them one day. Retro Crush, sponsor me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you, in case you don't know Retro Crush, please check it out. It's, it's a wonderful page. They have uh, especially many Kawashiri works, which aren't too easy to find. So that's a very good address. Uh, but I think they only show them to re- registered customers that are old enough. <laughs> yeah, so, and only in the U.S., I'm pretty sure. I mean, They have a wonderful selection. They even have kites, the cut Yeah, yeah the, the, <laughs> the, the cut version. Then they have Kite Liberator, too, which I didn't watch. Me neither. Also, just since, since we're talking about kite again, um, Solid hentai. That and you you post from Mezzoforte and I know I need to watch that one. Yeah. So I just I I've gotta brace myself and actually you and I we've <laughs> shit. We we've had this discussion. I could probably find that I could probably find Mezzoforte on any porn site, couldn't I? That is still hilarious to me. <laughs> Cause that's like a full length movie, isn't it? 
Uh, no, 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 you're wrong on that. Okay. It's, not, it's exactly like kite. It's a two-part OVA. Uh, okay. I'm sorry, OVA is the German term, uh, OVA. Yeah. Uh, and there's one, you know, sex scene per episode. And you are able to get the plot and everything without these scenes. So if you encounter a metaphorical version that is just a movie, that means it's heavily cut and censored because right. they cut it together. It's actually two episodes. Right. Yeah, that is about all I got. Um, I think that this was a much needed conversation that we had to have. And <laughs> I do thank you so much for coming on and talking with me for this, well, morning for me, evening for you. Because what is it, a six hour time difference between us? Yeah. Sheesh, yeah. I woke up a little early for this, but it was worth it. <laughs> But yes, uh, GCW, thank you so much for coming on. I really enjoyed this. And if you want to follow GTW on Instagram, you can do so, of course, at 90s Anime Fashion. And if you want to follow me, you can do so at Anime Alpha Code on Instagram. And you can also email at ouranimehome at gmail.com. And you have anything you want to say to the nice people listening? Well, thank you so much for tuning in and thank you for inviting me. Of course. Well, also for getting up so early. <laughs> no problem. And with that, my friends, we are out.